This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Matt and Scott against the Trivial Warfare team of Chris Hollister and Ben Young. Chris and Ben, how are you doing today? Chris, we'll start it off with you, and then we'll move it over to, uh, to Ben. Just uh, take a minute, let us know who you are, what teams you root for, anything else you want to tell us about. Dan, Matt, Scott, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yes, uh, my name is Chris Hollister. I am from the Trivial Warfare podcast, um, where I've uh, been blessed enough to meet Dan on several occasions, as well as play board games with him in person. Uh, as for teams that I like to uh, uh, I like to root against, uh, sadly, I am a Jaguar fan. Uh, however, in about a week and a day, or a week and two days, hopefully that will be uh, uh, a little bit better uh, with uh, Mr. Trevor Lawrence being coming a Jaguar. And uh, secondly, I am a huge uh, Florida Gator fan. I was uh, born in, uh, in 1974, where my uncle graduated from the University of Florida uh, as his college of choice and had no choice since then. And then finally, I am one of the saddest fans of all because I am a Chicago Cubs fan. Yes, we did win in 2016. However, it took 108 years in order for that to happen. As Dan plays his small, tiny violin because of the Minnesota Twins. However, they did win in 1991, so shut it. Anyway, but uh, as uh, I work as a forecast analyst and workforce management for a property insurance company here in Florida, and it is fantastic to be on again, so thank you very much for having me. All right, we'll kick it over to Ben. Ben? Same thing. Uh, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, my name is Ben Young, and I also am from the Trivial Warfare podcast. Um, I am a junior uh, member. Uh, Chris is a, found, is a founding member. I'm a junior member. Um, I am a process engineer for a large uh, biotech firm. Um, yep, that, that is as riveting as it sounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, so uh, I have a lot affinity for a lot of the Detroit teams, um, the Red Wings, uh, the Pistons, um, Michigan football, of course. Uh, but I, I did kind of uh, reroute a bit um, for college basketball. I actually am a Duke uh, fan. Uh, long story there. Um, no, I'm, I'm not a front runner either. I've, I've been a Duke fan for 30 years. So why would somebody actively want to cheer for the Duke? <laughs> Well, I mean, when when someone from your high school wins a championship uh, in the school, okay, you, that you makes start sense. following. You he yeah. likes Mike Krzyzewski's, uh, um haircut, so <laughs> that's what it is. Are you are you from Alaska? Is that why you why you like Duke? Uh, Antonio um, Antonio Lang, he was on the uh, championship teams in the early '90s. He graduated yeah. from my high school. Absolutely! Wow. Sure. Uh, go Rattlers, Mobile, Alabama, uh, Lafleur High School. Shout out. Um, so yeah, so that, that's kind of my, my sports, uh, profile, if you will. I will say this, Ben, I apologize. I, I feel bad for you because instead of living in Alabama and becoming a Bama fan, you became a Michigan Wolverine fan. That just has to sting a lot. Well, it was great in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much now. All right, Chris and Ben, do you have a team name for us? Yes, we do. It is DuckTales. Woo! Thank you. How do I write that down in my summary? DuckTales woo who? Yeah, woo. It's okay. actually just all O's. It's almost oh, like the just woo, but w it's woo. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like one small O at the bottom. 
of all yes, the Yes, there you go. Let's see what Scott said. <laughs> Matt, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing good. Got a chance to watch my Geelong Cats win a match on Sunday. Uh, so that was fun to see them win. They're, uh, they're in the middle of the table, though, so they need to pull off a couple more wins. It was nice to see Mr. Dangerfield get back on the on the field. Um, so, yeah, now I'm actively trying to figure out what in the world this midseason draft is. I have no clue. Every time I Google it, there's, like, no explanation about it. It just references about what that is coming up, and I still am confused as to what the midseason draft is. We're talking about footy, for those of you that don't uh, know what we're talking about, Australian rules football. But other than that, I got my second COVID shot today, so now I'm ready to, you know, go take over the world. So I'm excited about that. So Sounds great. Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing well. All right, so that makes sense, Matt. You got your second COVID shot because I'm over here trying to figure out what the hell happened with Matt here because you guys can't see, obviously, listening at home, but Matt looks like he raided Marcus's closet. I mean, he's dressed to the nines right now. I went out in person for like the first time in 20 years, so, you know, I had to put on a nice shirt and a hat. This is undoubtedly the the nicest I've ever, ever seen you look. Um, You were bumping Taylor Swift. It it just seems like there's a youth movement going on there in the Doherty household, and I love it. Um, Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Matt and I are both junior members of Benchwarmers, even though we don't have that, but if you look at our records... (laughs) Oh, I think okay. that would, yeah, yeah. That would say that we're both junior members. Um, yeah, so I'm just really excited to team up with this uh, this youthful fella here. It's part of my team. He hasn't been young in a while, if you see what I did there. Oh, oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah, first time I've heard that one. <laughs> uh, our team name, based on what's going on over here, is going to be how Matt got his groove back. <laughs> Okay. Oh, they may have just beaten us, man. So how Stella got a groove back. That's one of those black things that are more famous than I think black people realize. Like I had no idea that what y'all white people knew about that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. I've only seen it once, but it was a quality movie when I saw it. Well, I've never seen it, but it's it's in black it's in black lore. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. It's in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Ben, I'm like the whitest guy you've ever met. I'm so white, I'm clear, and yet yeah. I've seen how Stella got her groove back. Yeah, well, I mean, so come on, Ben. It's a chick flick. It's a chick flick, man. Yeah, yeah, guys, we don't have to watch it. We live it. So, right, you guys exactly. have to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. Isn't the the narrative is about an, an older gal with a younger guy? Neither one of you are getting that action. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've been that younger guy. Thank you. Uh, so, right. As if I. <laughs> I think oh, Dan's boy. ready to start the show yeah, Dan, we've got off the rails <laughs> Dan's already got his hands in his head he's just like oh lord yeah. what have I got myself into here help me baby Jesus <laughs> alright let's uh, let's kick it on over actually you know what I'm going to grace you all with a live reading of the rules how about that oh. Oh, here we go We'll be starting the game off with tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them to you as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they have accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Nailed it. One take. I can't do the intro with one take, but I can do that with one take. (laughs) Or one take, Dan. 
It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points apiece. And this is going to be the current champion edition of the tailgate. I'm just going to give you a sport and an organization. Actually, they're all going to be NCAA. I'm going to give you a sport. You just need to tell me who the current champions are. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, question number one. NCAA baseball. We're going to go ahead and check in, Dan. All right. How Matt got his groove back has uh, checked in. Uh, DuckTales, you can free to feel free to talk it out. Okay. Uh, so what I'm thinking is, uh, I believe this is an SEC school. I think it's Vanderbilt. I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I remember, I mean, because again, Florida, my, uh, my Florida Gators are usually within the, uh, the College World Series mix. Right. Right. and whatnot and so uh because vanderbilt and uh and florida are both sec schools that's i think that's why i remember it uh it kind of throws you off a little bit because there wasn't one last year it was 2020 and they canceled everything mm-hmm. but i believe in 2019 i believe it was vanderbilt okay we can check in with that because i have no idea all right fair enough we're checking in with vanderbilt dan all right and uh scott and matt what did you say yeah, now that uh, Chris says that, I think he's right. But uh, Scott and I, the first one we went back and forth with was Oregon State because I know that they had a solid team in 2019. So Oregon State. Yeah, I think that's who Vanderbilt played, as a matter of fact. I think you're right, yeah. And Oregon State was the year before. They beat, oh, it was uh, the year before. They, no, they beat, they, uh, they, they beat Arkansas. Wesley Wells was uh, very, very happy to hear oh, that. Oh, that's right. Um, but the uh, correct <laughs> answer, the champions, current champions are Vanderbilt. Good job, Chris. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Number two in the tailgate. NCAA wrestling. Bench warmer. Sorry, I'm a talker. That's okay. Actually, that that helps us because it keeps your it keeps your vocal track on online. It doesn't it doesn't drift. Okay, cool. But feel free to tell me to shut up. Chris, I would never tell you to shut up. Be quiet. Hush. Maybe. Maybe that, but I would never tell you to shut up. Well, I appreciate that. Good, sir. Uh, we're going to go ahead and check in, Dan. All right. Um, DuckTales, go ahead and talk it out. Woo. Anyway, yeah, I told Ben, I said, how about Iowa? Because I'm just picking a Midwest school here. I just know that Midwest usually is pretty strong in wrestling, but I have literally mm-hmm. no idea. And uh, Ben said he's actually been watching it. So talk to me, Ben. There's a guy, Kale Sanderson. Um, he w- went four years in college undefeated in wrestling in early 2000s um went and won a gold medal i think he won a gold medal at the olympics and now he is the coach at penn state okay but i don't think that penn state won because wrestling is kind of like gymnastics where they they do like an overall champion based on the results of all the wrestlers gotcha penn state won a bunch of their individual championships and individual divisions but they didn't get the overall crown and i want to say that it was either iowa or iowa state that won the big crown but I can't, re- I can't remember which of those teams, and it could be neither of those teams, but I feel like it's Iowa or Iowa State. Okay. And if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with Iowa, actually. Okay, well, I said Iowa to begin with as a joke, and not that they're a joke, but just that I figured it was some Midwest school. Uh, so I'm good with Iowa. Yeah, let's check in with Iowa. All right. And uh, how Matt got his groove back, what did you say? As is typical with a lot of uh, – 
like you guys were talking about the Midwest schools, you know, when teams join um, a conference that has a super good, you know, programs that all do, et cetera, et cetera. Like when Nebraska joined uh, the Big Ten, all of a sudden Nebraska became this dominant volleyball team because the Big Ten has this dominant, you know, and same thing with hockey. Now Penn State joined a couple of years ago, and if they would have had a season that ended in 2020, Penn State probably would have won the Big Ten championship. Penn State has also been really good at wrestling over the past few years, ever since they joined the Big Ten about, you know, 30 years ago or so. So um, I thought Penn State won it last year. So I we said we checked in with Penn State. All right. One team will be getting points. Correct answer is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Nice. <laughs> Holy crap. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And wow. I feel lucky. Um, Kale Sanderson <laughs> actually went to Iowa State. Oh, wow. Um, okay. and, then, and then has gone out to... Uh, to coach Penn State. Historically, Iowa State is the dominant wrestling school. Iowa has been good, but never as dominant as Iowa State's been. Gotcha. Okay. All right, let's move on to question number three in the tailgate. Three. Um, question number three is going to be men's ice hockey. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Yeah, and then Matt just went into a dissertation on it, and I have no idea. Uh, I'm like, just check us in, Matt, whenever you have it. Yeah, we can check in. All right. Um, how Matt got his groove back has checked in, and that means DuckTales. You can talk this one out, both you Florida boys. Is this the Capitals? <laughs> well, not the, in college? NCAA wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ice men's, is it, <laughs> oh, oh, if they let the Capitals compete, though, I, I bet they would have won. I was like, for a minute, I was like, why are they laughing at my answer? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm in a totally wrong sport. Okay, so. <laughs> so ben, what about Boston? Because I know Boston has had a, uh, has had a, usually when they have the Frozen uh, Four, I remember them being in there, as well as like John John Hopkins and a few other Teams. Yeah, it's bought is always Boston. There's yeah. a school, there's a small school out of Minnesota or Wisconsin. Minnesota. Yeah. There's a it's a small it's a small school out of Minnesota. Okay. I can't remember their name right now. They they're always there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, um, I got I yeah, again, blind deer. I got no idea. I mean, we can go at Boston University and just okay. check in. Yeah, we'll check in with Boston University. All right. And uh, how Matt got his groove back? What did you check in with? So if we're talking like currently the 2021 current champion, they beat uh, St. Cloud State. It was uh, Massachusetts. Oh, we're in the right state. Mm. One team is getting their points. And the answer is UMass. Nice job. And uh, yeah, there were there were uh, three Minnesota teams in the final four in the frozen four this year. Um, And and Massachusetts ended up winning it. Um, there are five um, Division One hockey teams in Minnesota. All five of them made the the round of sixteen. This wow! Year. What's that That's small impressive. school in Minnesota? I'm thinking about. Um, well, there's there's Minnesota State Mankato. There's uh, Saint Cloud State. There's Bemidji. There's um, University of Minnesota Duluth and the University of Minnesota. Those are the five. Uh, I think it might be Duluth is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Duluth won the last two. So 2020, yeah. they didn't obviously have it. But then in 19 and in 18, Duluth won. But, I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, compared to like Florida or the, even the U of M, Duluth is a small school. But actually, the University of Minnesota Duluth is a, a fairly large school comparatively, you know. So, Matt, tell me this. Is Dan making up a name when he says Bemidji? No, Bemidji State, okay. the Beavers. No, that was on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, man, I, I'm so glad you guys aren't here. I just spit all over the place. I forgot about Bemidji. All right, well, heading into the first quarter, we have a score of 
DuckTales with 20. <laughs> and how Matt got his groove back with 10. All right. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. All right. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one in Sporting Haikus. Big Ten home city, the capital of its state. Army base home field. We can check in with that, Ben. Okay. Yep. We're checked in. All right. DuckTales have checked in. Um, how Matt got his groove back. Talk it out. So I'm uh, so it could be Annapolis, um, Columbus, Ohio, uh, East Lansing, Michigan. Is it East Lansing or Lansing? East Lansing, right? I mean Lansing is just the, the capital, but yeah, East Lansing. I'm sure that would count. Um, and then Bloomington, Bloomington, Indiana. Now, Bloomington, Indiana, there is uh, an army base there that I remember. Uh, it's called Camp Atterbury. But Bloomington's not the capital of Indiana, though. Yeah, it is. What's the capital? Indianapolis. Uh, okay, well, then let's skip that one for a second. It could be Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska, but I don't know of an army base in Lincoln, Nebraska. Right. Um, it could be Wisconsin. Madison's the capital. That's where the U of UW is, but I don't know anything about an army base there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Annapolis is also the, where the Naval Academy is, Yep. but that's a, that's a Naval base, not an army base. Right. Army base home field. Yeah. I don't really wonder if that's gotta be like the field is named after an army base. Could be. So does does Maryland play like in an older stadium? I don't even know anything about Maryland Stadium. I I, I was gonna say I don't I don't know much about where they play. I, I I did that one. I did a thing about Ohio State Stadium, just called I think it's just called Ohio Stadium or yeah. Ohio State Stadium, and I don't remember anything about an arm. It's just called that. I don't know the name of the stadium that Michigan State plays in, but it's a newer one. It's one that's I got I think is only like about twenty years old or so. Yeah, I would think if it was one named after an army base, it would be, you know, like older, sixty or seventy years old or something. Yeah, I, I just don't. I would lean towards Michigan State here. Oh, you're leaning towards Michigan State? I mean, one of our guests here is is a native of Michigan, oh, and okay. that's the only thing. Like, if I had to choose between the two, I'd go with the guest wheelhouse. All right, well, let's go ahead and do it. All right, um, we're gonna go ahead and check in with uh what are we checking with East East Lansing? Yes. East Lansing. All right. And DuckTales, what did you say? Uh, yeah, we were kind of uh, very much similar to what they were talking about. Uh, just we we're trying to hone in on the state capitals. The last part really kind of threw us pretty good. And, and unfortunately, hearing Matt and Scott talk, it just made me, I didn't think about it beforehand. And, um, and I'll let Ben talk in a second was, 
maybe it's the stadium name. And I was thinking, is there a war memorial or something like that? Um, and Ben, uh, why don't you talk about what you came up with the answer? Yeah, as I started looking through these uh, cities, I'm like, okay, well, you have um, Madison, Wisconsin. You have Annapolis, but that's Navy. Um, and then Chris was like, well, it's not Ohio State. I was like, wait a minute. Columbus is the capital of Ohio State. Um, but we didn't really have reference to Army bases. So our guess was Army bases typically are in remote areas. And we figured that Lincoln, Nebraska is the most remote out of all these cities. So we actually, our guess went with Lincoln. All right. Um, no points going out on Uh-oh. this one. Um, the, the, um, it is a city that is the uh, home of a Big Ten university. Its football stadium sits on the former site of a Civil War Army base. The Army base was called Camp Randall. Oh. And that would be Madison, Wisconsin. Wow. Wow. What I thought idiot. about Camp Randall after we checked in. We all were discussing the name of the field. Like, How do you even think about the name of yeah. the field? Yeah, he said, I think Wisconsin Stadium might be that. Oh, I should have known that. I was stupid. Ban, ban, ban. <laughs> and uh, but for, uh, for, for the record, um, University of Maryland is in, uh, what's it called? College Park. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. that makes, yes, it is. Yep, yep, you're right. Annapolis is, is Navy. That's where mm-hmm. the Naval yeah. Navy is, yep. All right, let's move on to question number two. Round two. Score was four to three. Two run home run takes the lead. Damn Billy Martin. Ben, that might be the best guess that I got. Okay. You gotta go with that, man. It's it's a strange answer, but this is a strange question. So hey, let's go with strange. We will check in. People are strange when you're stranger. All right. How Matt got his groove back, you can talk it out. Uh, yeah, trying to come at this from Billy Martin and the timeline that he would have been relevant in baseball. Um, a home run, the first thing that comes to my mind is Bucky Bleep and Dent, <laughs> just based on the timeline, because that's late 70s, which is when Billy Martin was around and relevant. Yeah, I mean, so Billy Martin wrapped up his career, got fired for the fifth time from the Yankees in like uh, 89 or 90 yeah. or something. Um, I I really can't remember a memorable home run that was hit against a team that Billy Martin was either on or coaching. Right. The Bucky Dent home run is the biggest one I can think of. Yeah, go with that. That's that's – I. Sure. So that's all I can think of. So we're going to go ahead and check in with the Bucky Dent home run. Okay. And um, DuckTales, what did you say? Thank you. Yeah, uh, we had some interesting conversation, but real quick, Ben, talk about uh, (laughs) uh, Ocean's uh, Ocean's 13. Yeah, so my only reference to Billy Martin was they talked about an Ocean's 13 because, you know, they had code names for all the different jobs. And when Mr. Bank bankrupted Ruben, causing him to have a heart attack and nearly dying, the group said that Ruben would want them to give Bank a chance to make it right. So they, they said, we need to offer him a Billy Martin, which was basically, hey, restore Ruben, give him back what you took from him. And do, so, I was, so Billy Martin was basically a, like a do-over in the movie. So that was my only references. I have no idea what 
what who Billy Martin was in baseball or anything like that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like they said. I mean, he played in the uh, uh, mid to late 60s and early 70s and then became their uh, manager that uh, and became uh, George Steinbrenner's uh, pawn or a uh, kicking or, or a pinata for like the longest time. But I thought I remembered reading about something where Steinbrenner fired him and rehired him in the same game. <laughs> and so that's what we said in this was that this was the one game that uh, Steinbrenner fired and rehired him. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to say right away, no points, but I'm loving both answers so far. Um, let me, uh, let me set it up for you. Score was four to three Yankees were winning. Um, they were playing the Royals, and um, George Brett comes up, hits a two-run home run to take the lead, and Billy Martin ruins it by asking the ump to look at the oh, bat. Yes, this yes. is the oh, pine wow. tar incident. Oh wow! Mm. I think that that game was actually delayed too, right? Wasn't the that part of it was the second part and the second? They day came no, they came they came back and and replayed the uh, the last inning, and the oh, Royals ended okay. up winning. So yeah. wow. All right, well, let's go on to question number three. See if this one's any better for you. The Flames won the cup. San Francisco, Oakland shook. UM and Pistons. Yeah, we can check that in. We're checked in. All right. Um, wait, how, how, how Matt uh, got his groove back has checked in and DuckTales. Woo, you can talk it out. Yeah, this is, this is a year. Easy. This is the first word of um, fight the power of public enemy. 1989! <laughs> well said yeah that we're uh we're checked in with that and and, and taylor swift's uh birth year <laughs> which will tell you how white i am <laughs> <laughs> that was not in question chris um how matt got his groove back what did you say uh yeah chris stole my thunder on this i was gonna say uh taylor swift was born december 13th of this year has an album named after it but on august 5th of that year yours truly was born it's 1989 nice both teams getting points on that one. It was 1989. Very good. Uh, question number four. We might go back in the weeds on this one. I don't know, but let's see how it goes. All right. Question number four. Namesake John Douglas. Rule one, 24-foot ring. Don't wrestle or hug. I can just hear the uh, BTPOT. When this episode comes on, you guys are going to be <laughs> crucifying me. I won't be on that episode, but if I were, Dan, I would say I really, really enjoyed uh, the first question in the haiku round. I actually really <laughs> did the, the college location one. I thought that was a great question. And how about this question? I don't like this one as much. <laughs> Can we all four talk it out? <laughs> <laughs> Never done that before. There's, there's no, uh, there's no precedent. There's no precedent for that, but, uh, you know, it would be fun. Let's do it. Why not? I have no problem talking it out, but if you want to give your answer, um No, we, we can talk it out as a group. All right. This is this is this is something new to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Let's do this. I'm gonna let all four of you talk it out. And if you can come up with the answer to this one, I'm gonna give both teams ten points. All right. So, gentlemen, the first thing I said, well, not the first thing besides what the bleep is <laughs> I, I said to uh, I said to Ben, I said, is it Buster Douglas? Because could John B. Buster's first name, but has been told me that's an event. And so not necessarily a thing. Okay. Well, I, so I thought it was Carl Douglas and everybody was Kung Fu fighting. 
and we nice. kung fu. And then that's when I said, Respect. but certainly not everyone could be kung fu fighting. I mean, that's not true. Everybody should be kung everyone, fu fighting. right? So, um, but I think John Douglas was the name of a boxer that was a. Uh, in the 90s so that made me think maybe this is something to do with boxing well it says don't rustle or hug so that's why ben was saying boxing yeah matt brought up like bare knuckle however ben had a better had an idea that we were circling around with so ben i'll let you take it away with that we didn't have any ideas like okay it's a 24 foot ring you can't wrestle or hug this is not mma it's not ufc so we said maybe this is porcupine sex. I don't know. But, oh, because <laughs> you certainly wouldn't want to wrestle a hug during that. So true. Oh man, we may have a we may have a name of our episode. Ben, when when you're gonna when you're gonna say something like that, please reward me ahead of time. I want to take a drink of my beer. I almost spit it out across the room. Oh, that it makes a lot of sense. Though I know that I know that porcupines aren't very intimate. Like it's not an intimate gathering for them. There's no hugging, no cuddling afterwards. So, but back to seriousness, the one thing I did say towards the end of it was I said, what about the golden gloves? Could that be, could the golden gloves, like, could there be a trophy or uh, a thing that says, uh, that is given out that's uh, John Douglas? I mean, to me, the rule one kind of threw me off too. Rule one. Yeah. We're just saying the size of the ring. Yeah, because I don't, I mean, because it's not wrestling. It's not a wrestling room because that's, it's, I've been, Ben and I have been to too many, so many NXT shows and we know that that it's not 24. I've never been to a boxing event, so I don't know about the ring on that, but it seems bigger. The only reference I have is when it was Sugar Ray Leonard and Hagler, when they were negotiating that, they say that Leonard was able to win the fight in the pre-fight negotiations because he was able to negotiate bigger gloves to soften Pagla's blows. He was a harder Mm -hmm. puncher. He also was able to negotiate a bigger ring and they use Mm -hmm. a 20 foot ring. So he would have more room to run away. Uh So that's how I know that 20 foot rings are large by boxing standards. So 24 would be extremely large. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the size they use in boxing or not. Maybe they use it for the heavyweights. I don't know. Um, That's why I was leaning towards boxing the whole time. So gold golden gloves I mean, if that's the name of a tournament where they have specific rules, I mean, that it is. It's an it's an amateur boxing tournament is the Golden Gloves. And it's been around for a long time. Yeah, because Baron Baron Corbin is uh, it's a WWE wrestler. He I think he won the Golden Gloves twice. Don't say that name. I hate that guy. All right, fair enough. <laughs> King oh. Corbin. What's wrong with King Corbin? Can't stand that guy. Okay. <laughs> um, so what about what about other combat sports like uh, Taekwondo or Judo? Porcupine or... sex. Porcupine <laughs> sex. Yeah, it's a combat sport. And I mean, all those are you know those are from Asia. So the name John Douglas, I feel like, doesn't go with. Yeah. Yeah, good point. I think Golden Gloves is the best the best answer we've heard so far. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I'm good with it if we all want to check that in. We're all going to be either wrong or right. So what difference does it make? All right. So, Dan, it is your contestants against the game saying the Golden Gloves <laughs> tournament. All right. Um, well, first of all, I really, really wanted to give points to this. I, I, this is the oh, first time we've ever done this. Give, and I give really points. wanted to give, give points. Um, you get I, the points. You get the points. Everybody gets the points. I have the distinct <laughs> feeling that Eric Walling is yelling at his podcast right now oh, because no. I'm sure he knows this. Um what these what what the the answer to this is is um named after john douglas who was the ninth marquess de, of queensbury this is the queensbury rules of oh, boxing. Wow. okay so to um 
the first rule is it has to be a 24 foot ring. Number two is no wrestling or hugging allowed. Um, and then um, after that, the, the rounds are supposed to be three minutes long with a one minute round, a one minute break in between. And it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the rules that were set forth at the very beginning for boxing and they've, they've stuck around through the, through times. All right, let's go to question number five. Where's double zero? Chris Jericho knocked him out. NFL mascot. Yeah, we can check that in if you want to, Ben. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right, DuckTales, woo, has checked in. Um, how Matt got his group back. Talk it out. Matt, I know I'm supposed to know this one. Mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to know this one. So we need to not only we need to know the name of the actual character then too, right? I'm looking for a specific name. Yeah. So an NFL mascot that wears double zero that was knocked up by Chris Jericho. Uh, it's, it's been documented on here that I, I don't do well with mascots, except I know Yuppie's not a woman. Yuppie is not a woman. <laughs> Confirmed. Yuppie is not a woman. Confir- oh, confer- you checked Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> we were speculating. Well, but... Yuppie and I were, were tight. I'm not even, even going to ask how you confirm that. Okay. Double zero. What's, do we know the Jacksonville Jaguars guy? Um, or the, the Lions guy? I'm trying to think of Homer type things or people that they would know. I don't know what they wear. Jacksonville would make more sense than anything since Chris Jericho is an AEW and that's based out of Jacksonville. There you go. Tony Khan. He's an AEW? Correct. So uh, Jimmy the Jaguar? Yeah. So we're going to go with uh, Jimmy the Jaguar because we like alliteration? If that's actually his name, sure. I don't know. It sounds good to me. Why not? Do they even have a Jaguar? They have a Jaguar as their mascot, right? I assume. Be bad if they didn't. Go. You check in with whatever you want. I don't care. I guess we're checking in with Jimmy the Jaguar. All right. And um, DuckTales, woo, what did you check in with? So, yeah, so when uh, when AEW ended up uh, during COVID, they ended up uh, camping out uh, at a place called Daly's Place, which is actually attached to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. And uh, during their May pay-per-view of last year, uh, um, the um, – uh, Jericho's uh, faction, which is called the Inner Circle, faced off with the uh, uh, with uh, uh, with the I can't re- the All Elite. It's uh, I can't, uh, can't remember what their name is. My apologies. The Kenny Omega and uh, all the uh, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and Matt Hardy of all people, in a thing called Stadium Stampede, and poor Jackson Deville. The Jackson, oh the Jaguar God. mascots, seriously? yes, seriously, got in the way of Jericho and got the Judas effect across him and knocked him out. And so, anytime you see Jericho come in um, uh, and to wrestle, one of the things you see is Jackson Deville getting knocked the heck out by Jericho's Judas effect. One team getting points on this one. The answer is Jackson Deville. Jackson Deville. Yes, I'm not saying we are creative down here, dude. I actually don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's a lame name, but that's an amazing mascot. Like he's yes, oh, he's he great. Yes. He is great. Yeah, very present in the community, all that stuff. After the first quarter, we have a score of Ducktails. A woohoo has sixty, and how Matt got his groove back is at thirty. Womp, 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 womp. Today's second quarter will be the missing link. The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host, 
with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Bye. Oh, Dan explained something to me here. So mm-hmm. if I get 100 points for getting the theme and missing like, is that more than the 30 points that we currently have? Yes, it is. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if you get two of these questions, that would be more than the 30 points that you currently have. <laughs> Something to shoot for there. Now, as I was listening to the um, BTPOT today, I was personally called out for having um, missing links that are too hard. Yeah. Who would yes. do something like that? That is the truth. <laughs> with, with that in mind, let's move on to my specially crafted missing link. This is the missing link accolades edition. I'm going to just tell you a bunch of accolades and you're going to tell me who is it is who has those accolades. Is, right. is this meant to punish me? Is no. that what your goal no, is? No, not at all. Because there's only one person in this whole group who has anything to do with that podcast. So evidently. Matt might need a hug. <laughs> all right, here we go. Question hug. number one. <laughs> Drafted out of Florida A&M in 1988. Two-time National League stolen base leader. 1997 American League Championship Series MVP. Who am I talking about? I'm pretty sure that's right, man. I'm. I'm yeah, that's the name that I sure. had in my head too. So, but I was just going off of the one thing I think, but it, it fits. Yep. The rest I'm, of it. I'm 95% sure. So we're gonna go ahead and check in. Right. How Matt got his group backs checked in. Ducktails. Woohoo! You can talk it All out. Right. So I feel embarrassed because I did attend Florida A&M University for three years. I don't even think Dan knew that. So I did. Th- this is probably supposed to be an unintentional homework question, but unfortunately it's not. <laughs> it, it's an intentional so, homework question. Just oh, thought I'd throw that out there. I oh, knew you went there. Oh, you. Okay. I, I knew that. Yep. Okay. Um, he, he does his research, I suppose. <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. So Chris. Okay. So 1997. That was, I believe, that was the Braves and the Indians. Or was okay. the uh, World? Sorry, it was the World Series. So that means right. that the Indians won the ALCS. Okay, so this so, this person would have played for the Indians in ninety seven. Yeah, so Albert Bell, Marquise. Uh, well, no, of course Albert Bell would not have won the stolen base. No, not stolen bases. No, <laughs> maybe the Subway Championship. I mean, yeah, exactly. um, so yeah. So let's see, Kenny Lofton. Which is that's, a possibility. Marquise Grissom, I believe, was on the team. So that's a Marquise Grissom. Marquise Grissom. I'm pretty it? sure it's Marquise Grissom. Are you sure? His name sounds most familiar when I think about great FAMU players. Okay. All right. Cool. So if you're good with that, man, then let's lock that in because I really, a two time stolen base, I would, if it was me by myself, I would have said Kenny Lofton. But you are the uh, FAMU grad, and if you feel like that's a name that sounds familiar that you ran across when you're when you're there, I say let's do it. it, it that sounds more familiar to me than Kenny Lofton. So as okay, I and we definitely way. know it's not Albert Bell. It's not Albert Bell. No, no it's not Albert Bell. Albert <laughs> Bell. Joey still, Bell. Yeah, I'm Albert sure Bell's still running the first base. Right. So, <laughs> all right. So you wanna you wanna check that in? Yeah, let's check it in. All right, we're checking in Marquise Grissom. All right, and how Matt got their groove back? What did uh, you say? 
yeah, it's it's been said on many times here by me that my absolute favorite all-time World Series is 97, the Marlins and the Indians, uh, that I first one I really followed as a kid. And that Indians team should have won. They were stacked. Uh, their center fielder who won the ALCS MVP that year was 100% Marquise Grissom. So that's what we checked in with as well. Dang, Ben, thank God it wasn't NL because I screwed that up. I really thought that was the Braves okay. and the Indians won. Was that 96? That was 95. 95. Okay. Crap. Oh, thank God he said AL. All right. Both Whoa. teams were checking in with um, Marquise Grissom, and both teams will be getting their points on that one. The correct answer yes. is Marquise Grissom. Oh, we ben, like good job, man. Doubled our points there. That's kind of not how math oh. works. <laughs> All right. So oh your um, your theme-linked answer so far, Marquise Grissom. All right. Here we go. Question two. 1968 Rookie of the Year. Numbers 15 and 10 are retired by the Knicks and Wizards, respectively. Jake Shuttlesworth's son's namesake. So, Ben, do you want to do that one? Or are you Can't still get away think? from it, so we'll check in. We'll okay. check in with that. All right, DuckTales, woohoo, has checked in. Um, how Matt got his groove back. You can talk it out. So and we, we've only come with one, with one name, right? Well, so I started thinking, so I was like Knicks and Wizards. And Nick slash bullets. I'm trying to think of guys that I know played for both. First guy that came to my mind is obviously not correct, and that's Rod Strickland. The other guy that I thought of was Earl the Pearl Monroe, which seems to be the guy that you thought of as well. So there's a a gentleman that I worked with for years named Big Al. I forget even forget his last name. He passed away a few years ago, but yeah, wonderful, wonderful man. Love this guy. He's the one who gave me my love for like uh, sports nicknames, like. Uh, <clears throat> Jungle Jim Luskatov and Billy the Hill McGill. But why don't and, you love Jackson Deville? Okay. Well, no, that's not a real person. It's a fictional. Bite <laughs> your tongue. It is not fictional. He's real. <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> I've seen him jump from the top of the stadium down and propel down. <laughs> All right, Matt, but what does Earl the Pearl Monroe have to do with Jesus Shuttleworth? So, oh, I have no idea what Jesus Shuttleworth. I have no idea about that. All I know is that when, when, I remember that Earl the Pearl Monroe was a rookie of the year somewhere in like the late sixties, but yeah. I don't remember what year specifically. No, it, it definitely sounds right. And he would have played, he played for both of those franchises. You would have had his number. Yeah, I knew he played for the Knicks. Them. I didn't know that he played for the bullets. He though, definitely so. played in, in Washington Okay. or Baltimore, Washington, um, that franchise. Uh, yeah. The, the Jake Shuttlesworth thing is throwing me off, but I feel like the rest of the stuff fits. So I'm good with it. If, Let's uh, go ahead and check in with Earl the Pearl Monroe. All right. And DuckTales, woohoo, what did you say? Yeah, so I was trying to remember he got game. At the end of the movie, he talks about why he named his son Jesus. And he talked about how I th the, there was a Knicks basketball player that was so good that people called him Black Jesus. And he, that's how he named his son. And I'm pretty sure it was Earl Monroe. I, th I thought maybe he played earlier than that. I don't know why I have him associated with like the 50s, but my decades may be off, but I could not get away from it. Um, and also I think about the Knicks won the title in 72, and I remember Willis Reed came out and hit his two jump shots and then like checked out of the game. I don't remember Earl Monroe's name being associated with that, but I couldn't get away from it. So we, we checked in with Earl to Pearl Monroe. Both teams checking in with Earl the Pearl Monroe. Both teams getting their points. Nice, man. Um, nice. Earl Monroe was known as Earl the Pearl Monroe. He was also known as Black Jesus. 
And it does say right in the uh, right in he got game. He explains why he named him Jesus, and it was because of Earl Black Jesus Monroe. Yep. So our theme based answers so far are Marquise Grissom and Earl Monroe. Question three: Four year starter at Michigan, second ever pick for a current NBA team, had a ten year career, but only two in the NBA. We uh we're gonna check in. All right. So how uh, how Matt got his group back has checked in. Ducktails can talk it out. Woo! Yeah, that's a sadder woo woo right now. All right. Uh, so, woo woo. Exactly. Woo, woo. Like a depressed Zach Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Woo woo. You don't know it. <laughs> you don't know. It. That's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> so second ever pick for current NBA team. 10-year career of only two in the NBA. So I'm immediately going to ABA. So that's going to be 70s. Um, but I don't – my knowledge of Michigan basketball players, it really – it pretty much starts with Glenn Rice and Ramil Robinson. That's where my knowledge sure. of Michigan basketball yeah. players starts. What, and that's the that, 80s. 80, 89? Yeah, 80, that's 89. Um, yeah. So I don't uh, – I, I don't have – Yeah, then Tim Hardaway, right, and all that. Unless it's like a current person that maybe had a their career cut short for some reason, but I, I can't. <clears throat> it's that none of that is coming to me. So. No, I hear you, man. And you said you thought at first it was like maybe an ABA. So yeah. Any other so, thought on that, making it a '70s pick or something like that? I'm thinking it could be like a Dave Bing, somebody like that. Okay. Because um, he was a piss. He played for the Pistons, but I think he had a relatively short career. That's like the 60s, 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 70s. Yeah, but you know what? You have a, I mean, that's at least a name that, I mean, you can at least place with it. So, I mean, I'm good with going with that because right now I got a, my bag of nothing is, yeah. is empty. We'll check in with Dave Bing. All right. And um, how Matt got your, how Matt got his groove back. You can tell me your answer, please. Yeah, so second ever all pick for a current franchise to me took me to the Heat, Magic, T-Wolves, Raptors, Grizzlies, kind of that late 80s into the 90s NBA expansion. So then trying to match that up with guys that could have played four years at Michigan around that time that only played briefly in the NBA, we checked in with Jimmy King. One team getting their points right now. The correct answer is Jimmy King. Wow, that's a great pull, guys. That was yeah, well me. done. It was just me. Yep, he was the second <laughs> over second overall pick of the Toronto Raptors. Mm, that's a good pull. All right, so our theme-based answers so far are Marquise Grissom, Earl Monroe, Jimmy King. Question number four. Led the NBA in steals twice, once with the Hornets, once with the Warriors. Number three overall pick, 1998 Pac-10 Player of the Year. Got it. We're checking. That's it. We're oh, wow. In. All right. Wow. <laughs> oh, Matt got his groove back, has checked in. Ben. DuckTales. Right. Woohoo! Woo you can talk this one out. No, no, it's woohoo. So so first thing i was thinking was muggsy bogues because i'm like okay i know that he was a point guard 
But I, I think this is know. too late for Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, I, I was going to his... say because uh, Space Jam came out in like 95, yeah. 96. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. So I know the 98, assuming that he graduated in 98, I know the 98 draft, that was a draft that had Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, and White Chocolate Jason Williams. That's a yep. hell of a draft. Um, former mm-hmm. former Gator um, yes. Jason Williams. Just yeah, yeah. I remember because my roommate at the time, has he was subscribed to Slam Magazine. And they had <laughs> covers for all three of those guys making cases for them to be the rookie of the year. And I think Vince Carter ended up winning it. I don't, I don't yeah. know what sure. could have been. I think, he, I think he did. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think of guys like Arizona was a big powerhouse in the Pac 10 at the time in the 90s. Um, okay. Well, UCLA had good teams. Yeah. Uh, anybody uh, else you remember like on, on Arizona or on UCLA? Nothing's really coming to me. Okay. Um, what about what's the name of the guy that got drafted by the Grizzlies and then convinced them to take him to trade him to the Rockets? What's that guy's name? Well, that's not who we're talking about, though. No, it's not. It's somebody we haven't named yet. I'm trying to think of the guy's name. What was his name? That may be him. Tag me in. He was <laughs> like, <laughs> it must be a well, wrong answer. If yeah, I was going to say, tag Scott in real quick. Man. <laughs> No, I need to. I need to pull his name because he was okay. drafted by the Grizzlies, and then he ended up going to. But he was drafted high, like number three, I think. And this was the. Uh, this was the, not the Memphis Grizzlies. This was the Vancouver. Vancouver Grizzlies right? before yeah. they moved to Memphis. Oh, was his name Nick Collison? Yeah. Is that? Is that was that be somebody that was in that time frame? Nick Collison. I'm pretty sure he played for UCLA, and I okay. think that I think that the time frame is right. So let's let's go with Nick Collison. Okay. Sounds good. Done. I got nothing. My apologies. All right. And how Matt got his groove back. What did you say? I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> I think you do. Uh, ben. Steve Francis didn't want to play for the Steve Grizzlies. Francis, Steve yes. Francis. Okay. Didn't want to play for the Grizzlies. Tyus Edney was the UCLA guard that made yes. the right. game. That's what I was track. thinking about. Yes. Yep. Nick Collison played for Kansas. Okay. Not UCLA. Okay. Um, so <laughs> when I get bored at work. I go to Sporkle and today I happen to go on Sporkle and do an NBA alma mater's draft quiz on Sporkle. And I was going through the 98. I know the 98 draft pretty well. So I was like, this couldn't be number three in 98. Cause that was Rachel friends from Kansas. And there's no way that oaf ever led the NBA in steals. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, it would have to be the in next sideburns year. maybe, but not in steals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it would have to be the year after. And then I thought, trying to figure out the school like arizona had mike bibby so you know is it mike bibby but he didn't those teams didn't match up for him the hornets and the warriors and then matt gave me just the small hint that i needed to get it quicker because if not i would have been racking my brain for probably another two minutes before i landed on it but the answer is the number three overall pick in 99 b diddy baron davis mm. one team getting their points correct answer is baron davis oh very nice yeah he was ucla right yep yeah yeah he was the monster guard that they had after o'bannon and and those guys just left it makes perfect sense (laughs) the the jerome moiso jelani mccoy ucla bruins all right question number five first player to win the all-star home run derby for both leagues started at first base for the national league in 2007 ahead of the previous two seasons league mvp winners made the all-star team with all three teams he played for we can check in 
Holy crap. He just finished asking the question. You're saying check in. <laughs> oh, Matt got his groove back, has checked in. That means DuckTales. Woo-hoo, you can talk <laughs> it out. Dang. They're, they're, uh, they're schooling us, uh, Ben. I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but um, All right. this is, this is <clears throat> Bohica. Bend over. Here it comes again. All right. All right. So started at first base for the National League. <laughs> I guess you guys never heard that before. Both be a warfare standard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So first player to win the All-Star Home Run Derby for both leagues. Somebody that played in 2007. So this is maybe somebody that started it now and then went to DH and AL, like an Albert Pujols. Yeah. I don't know if he played. I don't know if he did the home run derby though. For, when he was um, with the Angels. For the Angels, I th- yeah. Um, so let's just think about this a little more. Started first baseman for. I mean, because that makes sense. The starting at first base for um, NL in two right. in two thousand seven. Um, although I could totally see um, Dan mocking me with a Chicago Cub here, which would just make me sad. But to be honest with you, in two thousand seven. Um, no way! Actually, did they make the playoffs? Was that the? I've already mocked Matt with the Wisconsin Badgers today. <laughs> Maybe we should think about home run derby winners. Yeah, that's probably not going to help me, bro. So, because yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, but to that credit, I don't remember any time soon a Cubby winning the home run derby because that would actually require home runs on a regular basis, <laughs> which just does not happen. So uh, I think we can get away from that part. Um, Come on, Hollister. Let the brain work. Vladdy Guerrero. Was he a first baseman, though? I know his son is rather large. Don't know. He's he's a first baseman body style. Wait, Cecil Fielder's son. Prince. Prince Fielder. That's it. Prince, you think, it, you think it's Prince? I think it's Prince. Okay, let's go with that. All right, yeah, we're, we're uh, checked in with Prince Fielder. All right, and how Matt got his groove back, what did you say? Yep, Prince Fielder. Points for both teams on that one. The correct answer is Prince Fielder. Made the all-star team with all three of his teams, the Brewers, the Tigers, and the Rangers later on in his career. It's a good pool, Chris. The, one of the most impossible things ever is watching prince fielder steal a base like that's like <laughs> yeah. how is that how are you able you're 300 pounds how are you able to steal a base Cecil did it. yes he did wow crazy what, man. was there a wild throw <laughs> no, were they throwing quick. from center field no cecil uh, was not quick Ce- cecil wasn't cecil prince, was not prince quick. is pretty quick uh, yeah um he was de- he was uh, Prince was deceptively fat. I mean, not, I mean, he was like, he, no, he, no, he was fat, but he didn't seem fat. No, I said it right. He was deceptively fat. He was fat. Yes, he was fat, but he didn't act fat. Deceptively fat. Well, the, the hilarious part about Do we have a new like that one down so quickly? Jeez. Well, I'm the, the, the Prince Fielder thing also is I remember when he, they said that he went vegan. And he stayed the same size. It's like, how the crap do you go vegan and stay the same size, my man? They met. They met for a day. They, they... Hey, man, French fries are vegan. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'm updating my my Twitter profile right now to say that I am deceptively fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for everyone out there, just so you're aware, I am not deceptively fat. I'm just regular just fat. fat. Yes, I'm <laughs> regularly fat also. You're hiding it well today with that outfit, though. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. It's the black. The black is slimming. Both teams have checked in with a theme guess. Uh, one team did it after question three, and one did it after question four. Both teams got it correct. So I will tell you right now, our uh, theme answer was, if you look at it, we've got we've got Marquise Grissom, Earl Monroe, Jimmy King, Baron Davis, and Prince Fielder. These are all titles of nobility. Both teams did get it, but um, checking in after the third question was how Matt got his groove back. So they will oh. be getting 100 points, and DuckTales will be getting <sighs> 50 points. Man. So they after the us, second they quarter. They owned us in that one, Ben. They owned us. Yeah, actually, Dan, before you do that, I, I maybe don't say this often with your games. I loved that round. I loved it, Thank too. Thank you so much for that. That was, I mean, that those questions were just yeah. right in my wheelhouse. It was perfect was like- for you and I, Scott, back and forth, because I knew the nobility thing, like, after the second one. And then as soon as I would just go out, like, all right, uh, Baron, uh, different, you know, no- nobility thing. Prince like, oh, has got to be Davis. on there, right? I was yeah. just surprised we didn't see, uh, we didn't say uh, 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 Dukes. I thought uh, we'd get Norm Duke. Yeah. Or yeah, I thought Norm we'd Duke. get Patrick. I thought, about, I thought about putting Duke Johnson on here. But, uh, oh, oh, tough to ask. I was thinking it was going to be well, Prince of Mukamura. Yeah, well, I was thinking then, about that one too. Yeah, um, and then, Ben, that's how I got Prince Fielder was because of the theme. I totally forgot. I didn't so, even play it. So that did one. we. <laughs> Let the record show that Scott liked one of my uh, missing link rounds. I loved it, and the I loved record, the, the record. We'll we'll thus show yeah. questions. It was all '90s sports. It was '90s baseball and basketball. After the second quarter, we have a score of Ducktales woohoo with 170. And how Matt got his groove back has taken the lead with a 230. Man. Holy crap. You went no. from 30 points to 230 points, bud. That is a successful, perfect missing link round. And that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Today's halftime has a theme, and that's going to be, I'm going to uh, name a movie and the name of a character who was played by a sports figure. Okay. We just need to name who that sports figure is. All right. All right. Okay. So question number one, Conan the Destroyer, Bombata. We're going to go ahead and check in. How Matt got his groove back has checked in. DuckTales, woohoo, you can talk this one out. Ben took his robe off, so he means business. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, getting, I'm warming up. Uh, Chris, I think this is Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Well, no, uh, are you Wilt or Kareem? No, Kareem because... was in the Bruce Lee movie. Who's Kareem Chamberlain? Nice. Ooh. I thought Wilt was in the, okay, I thought Wilt was in the, okay, no, I'm mixing it up. Okay, gotcha. So you think it's Wilt the Stilt? I, I believe I remember reading in his autobiography that he, he was in Con- the Conan movies. I'm okay. fairly certain. All right. I, I trust my partner. So All right. check, we're checked in with uh, Wilt the Stilt. All right. And uh, how Matt got his groove back. What did you say? 
There's only three things that Wilt like doing: playing basketball, acting in movies, and one other thing we're not going to talk about here. Yeah, and, uh, with porcupines. But he, yeah, he did it twenty thousand <laughs> times. Apparently, was it twenty or ten? I thought it was ten. Oh, no, it was he a said lot. Twenty. And oh, he wore man. a robe that looked a lot like Ben's robe. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Uh, yeah, so the answer we came up with was Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> both teams getting points on that one. Correct answer is Wilt Chamberlain. Nice job, Ben. Yep. And he dwarfed Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes. Dwarfed yeah. him. Like one of the few difference. times you could say that about Arnold, too, because that dude was huge in his day. Yeah. And he had a lot of muscles. Yeah. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Question number two. Basketball. Taxi driver. Okay. We can um, uh, we can uh, check that in if you want to, Ben. Hey, it's all you, che- man. Check my work if you want to. Nope. I'm going to trust you. All right. Uh, we're checked in. DuckTales. Woohoo! Has checked in. How Matt got his groove back. You can talk this one out. Stupid. Yeah, it just came to me. I've never seen the movie, but I remember something about this, either from this show or from a different show or something. But I I think this is a NASCAR driver. And I think the only NASCAR driver that I can think of in 1998, right? Or 99 or 2000. Well, it couldn't be too late. So you say it was 1998? Ish. It's got to be Dale Earnhardt, right? Rip. Of course. Yeah, Dale Earnhardt. All right. And DuckTales, woohoo, what did you say? Yeah, uh, I think it was before he died in 2000, I believe it was 2001. Um, Ben and I uh, checked in with uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Just to differentiate between the two, because there's Junior. Junior! There definitely is a Junior, but uh, the correct answer is Dale Earnhardt. Both teams getting points on that one. Moving on to question number three. Blazing Saddles, Mongo. (laughs) <laughs> yes you know what you did ben you yes. know what you did yes all right we're checked we're in okay we're checked in. so you have <laughs> no no no. you got to tell it in, this, in a minute when we explain the answer no no let me hold on read what i'm about to right. write okay hold on first okay i guess we're not checked in okay i'm checking okay no we're checked in yes we are checked in ducktails who is checked in <laughs> how matt got his groove back talk this one out pretty sure this is alex carroll's right I, sure, yeah. I mean, I I can see his face clear as day. Now I'm just trying to think of what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, Alex Karras, he played for the Lions, right? As a defensive lineman. Pretty sure. I, I like Ben, so I'm, I'm not going to go on to how I feel about the Detroit Lions. So, yeah, just, just check that out. It's not any worse than how I feel about him. So. Okay, cool. I, <laughs> yeah, the Lions are irrelevant to me. I, for, I forget that they're a team most seasons. Scott, <laughs> Ben will not buy Fords because the Fords own the Lions. I, You're that's right. fair. I, I also won't. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and check in with Alex Carroll's. All right. And uh, DuckTales, what did you say? So when you read the question off, Dan, I went... <laughs> Uh, Chris, this is George Papadopoulos. <laughs> he went Webster on me. Webster. Oh, oh. And then he was like, it's Karos. And I was like, no, his name is Karas. K-A-R-R-A-S. So we locked in with Alex Karas. 
All right. I'm going to say that both teams locked in with Alex Karras and both teams are getting their points on that one. Although George Papadopoulos, oh. best, not, <laughs> best wrong answer yet. That's for sure. No, no, he, we did not. I know he didn't that. answer okay. it. Yep. Uh, All right. I just but made a uh, Webster joke to my daughter the other day when I had a big box of things that were listed as Matt's uh, mementos. And I said, well, these are my men's toes. <laughs> men's toes. The how, how'd that, how'd that go over with her? She didn't know what the heck I was talking about. Was <laughs> she didn't even know what Webster is. Yeah, I... All right, question number four. Happy Gilmore himself. We can check in. How Matt got his groove back is checked in. DuckTales. Woohoo! You can talk it out. Oh, is this uh, Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence? Um... I remember there being, I think it was an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, that might have been that might have been a water boy. I know Lawrence Taylor did a cameo to talk to a bunch of kids. He was like, kids, don't do drugs. That <laughs> <laughs> could have been bomb back, actually. Uh, yeah. Yes. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. No, uh, that's the wrong movie. Uh I if you don't remember Lawrence Taylor being in Happy Gilmore, then no, I do not remember Lawrence Taylor being in Happy Gilmore. Okay, so because Happy I would Gilmore remember was... that crap. That would be amazing. So of course, this is Carl Weathers. Oh, uh, yeah, Bob Barker. Well, wait, wasn't Carl Weathers an athlete? He, I don't think he was a professional athlete. Oh, okay. He looked like a professional boxer in Rocky. That's for damn sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would, but... I would mess with him. So I know that he was a hockey player, right? Oh my no! Well, he was a golfer, remember? And it was um oh my gosh, uh they talked about him in The Simpsons. They talked about him in The Simpsons. Was uh, it a golfer? Uh, yes, it's a golfer. Trevino. Uh, yes, Lee Trevino's putting. Or, yes, that's it. Yes, that was the game. That was the game that Marge. This is how my brain works. So bench warmers, forgive me. This is how it works. Marge bought. Uh, bought Bart uh, Lee Trevino's putting or, or something to that effect when he really wanted like this crash up like um, like other video game or whatever <laughs> and so then that relates back to it and I remember they pan over to Lee Trevino like several times over uh, in the movie but he never says anything it's just like he gives like a look but yes mm. it's Lee Trevino okay let's log in with that check in with that oh my god my brain is weird and how Matt got his groove back, what did you say? Yeah, also, I was just going to say the same exact thing. He has no lines in the movie. He is just that multiple times I go to him and he looks at him like, a weird look on his face. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, Lee yes. Trevino. All right. Unfortunately, both teams are wrong. What? Oh. Well, you were right that you got the right answer. It is Lee Trevino, but he did have a line, and his line was, Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Oh, that's <laughs> right. So, Ben, have you never seen Happy Gilmore? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, so correct, correct answer on that one is Lee Trevino. Question number five. That's my boy, Jim Nance. That's the best I got. Yeah, let's Trevino check that in. Have it seen. All right, we're checked in. DuckTales, woohoo, has checked in. And uh, how Matt got his groove back. You can talk this one out. So I, I had to have... Uh... Scott, remind me about what this movie was. I've seen all of Adam Sandler's movies, or I think I've seen them all. I hope so. Um, yeah, I feel bad for you. God sorry, bless buddy. you, man. <laughs> Although, Uncut Gems is fantastic. 
Did you see Jack and Jill? Yeah, I think I've seen most of them. It's, it's, I, I favorite, don't... it's, it's favorite bedtime stories. Yes. Anyway, okay. so point is, is, I remember as soon as you said what the synopsis of the movie was, I was like, okay, and I remember that movie now. But I don't remember. I don't remember a character named Jim Nance. Okay. But I do remember that Rex Ryan was in that movie. But I don't know what character he played. I forget. I just remember Rex Ryan being something in there. So. I mean, I I think that fits. Uh, Dan will appreciate this. If you pull Rex Ryan, that would be an incredible feat. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Did you just seriously go there? I was waiting for the foot joke. <laughs> go ahead and check that in, buddy. Checking in with Rex Ryan. All right. And DuckTales, woohoo, what did you say? Yeah, Ben, totally wish I knew that one. Uh, the only thing I mentioned on this was that, um, especially the sports adjacent portion of it, is that Dan Patrick is in a freaking ton of Adam Sandler movies. It is crazy how many Adam Sandler movies he's in. I think they're very close friends or whatever. But And so I just said, Ben, what about, uh, what about uh, Dan Patrick? And he was like, we have no better answer so let's just do that so i wish we had the uh uh the rex ryan one that would have been i think a much better one because i think he plays like a, pa- a patriots fan or something in there because i remember seeing a news thing on it uh so and that he loves tom brady which is just hilarious in its own right so ben it sucks but we went with uh dan patrick mm-hmm. well they asked him what they wanted what he wanted to name his character because his character was unnamed and he decided to name him after the after the old uh, running back jim nance the answer is rex ryan wait there was a there was a running was. back by the name of jim nance yep. and not hello friends because that's the guy's name right that's the announcer yep. for cbs name yep. right okay all right just make it sure because you guys yeah, that's are quiet. I, I was confused about the same thing all right, all right. dang it ben yeah. further behind is what it is <clears throat> is what it is that's true after halftime we have a score of ducktails with 250 and how matt got his groove back with 330 now on to the second half we'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at benchwarmers tp we also have a facebook group for fans of the pod called the bench join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter is Pick and Roll. Pick and Roll. For this quarter, there will be four lists containing ten items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the two lists they want and the team winning coming into the quarter will receive the remaining two lists. If the team does not correctly identify all 10 items from a list, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The teams will alternate trying to complete their lists. Each item is worth 10 points. Number one, we're looking for the 10 schools with the most appearances in the NCAA Division 1A or FCS championship game. Okay, yes, please. Number two, the starting lineup for the Chicago Cubs in Game 7 of the 2016 World Series. Holy crap, I wore the wrong shirt. <laughs> that and that, would be, that one would be room. including the starting pitcher to get okay. 10. 
Number three, the players with the most minutes played for the 88-89 world champion Detroit Pistons. Oh, man. And number four, the teams in spots 10 through 20 on the NFL's all-time regular season winning percentage list. There's a tie for 10 and 11, so I'll only take one of those teams. Chris and Ben, you get to choose two of those categories that you'll be answering. Well, number three, 100%, yep. Yeah, and I am am absolutely okay with – name the first category again, please, uh, Dan. First category was – the schools with the most appearances in the NCAA Division One AA or FCS championship game. Oh, Double A. Okay. Yeah, FCS, not FBS. Yeah. In that case, we definitely. Yeah, I think we're going to do our wheelhouse stuff, Ben. I think yep. the Cubs and the uh, and the Pistons. All right, you're going to be taking the uh, starting lineup for the Chicago Cubs in Game Seven of the 2016 World Series, and yes. the players with the most minutes played for the 88-89 World Champion Detroit Pistons. Um, Matt and Scott, you're going to get the schools with the most appearances in the Division One AA FCS Championship game, and you're also getting the teams that are numbers 10 through 20 on the all-time um, regular season winning percentage list for the NFL. Ducktails, woohoo! You can pick which list you want to start with. Uh, I'm going to let Ben go. I think the. Want to start with the Pistons? Yeah, if you don't mind, I need to warm up my head a little bit. All right, so take take your time. Write down what write down what you got, so you know what you're checking in with. So we're checked in. Um, All right, and what uh, what did you come up with? So my list consists of Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Bill Lambeer, James Edwards, Dennis Rodman. John Sally, Adrian Dantley, Mark Aguirre, Rick Mahorn, and Vinny Johnson. For the record, I think I would have gotten about five of them, honestly. That's impressive that you the went trick, as deep as you did. The trick is that there was a trade midseason. So Adrian Dantley was traded for Mark Aguirre. So I don't know if that's going to play into it, but we'll see. Gotcha. I can tell you that you got... All 10 of them. Yes! Oh, oh, Jeebus. Ben. All 10. It went in this order. Isaiah Thomas with 29-24. Bill Lambeer with 24-60. Joe Dumars with 24-08. Dennis Rodman with 22-08. Vinny Johnson with 20-73. Rick Mahorn with 17-95. John Sally with 14-58. Adrian Dantley with 13-41. James Edwards with 1254 and Mark Aguirre with 1068. Wow. wow Amazing man. that you pulled that wow, list. That's yeah, I, J- James Edwards? Who? Like I, never, I yeah. he started. He was a starting center. I, I wouldn't have got that one. The rest of them, you know, are pretty well known, but James Edwards, that's impressive, man. Thanks, Ben. Thanks. All right, we're going to move over to how Matt got his groove back. Which list do you want to go with? We're gonna, Let's go uh, with the D1, the D2 schools first. Correct. It's D1 AA, by the way. There is a D2. D1 AA. Okay. D's, so D's, D's nuts. D's nuts. I was going <laughs> to wait for that one, yeah. To be fair, there are at least three, maybe four schools on this list who are not FCS now. Mm, I assume so, yeah. I just wanted to put that out there, though, to be, to be fair. Matt, check that in. Uh, Dan, we're going to go ahead and check in. 
All right. How Matt got his groove back is checked in. Why don't you give me your answers? Uh, we're going to go with North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota, Northwest Missouri State, North Alabama, Jacksonville State, Delaware, Troy State, Northern Colorado, and Youngstown State. Those are some excellent uh, guesses. Yeah. yeah, that's some good poll. Is it, uh, hey Matt, is it Troy or is it Troy State? Because I thought State. it was just always Sorry. Troy. They used to no, be you Troy said, State. You said Troy now. State, but I thought, okay. Is that in, what this, is? in this case, I will give credit for Troy or Troy State. Okay. Yeah, it's the same school. Yeah, okay, it's the same gotcha. school. Cool. Um, no, I was just wondering for my knowledge. Um, I wasn't questioning him. It was more of, really? Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Um, how Matt got his groove back. You got three. Whoa. <laughs> I thought we were going to get two. The Good three job, you got were North Dakota State, Delaware, and Youngstown State. President Biden would be very proud of y'all. There are seven more on this list. Uh, DuckTales, woohoo, you mm -hmm. can give me seven answers if you'd like all right we have a couple of them yeah so what we we both said georgia southern right chris yes that's correct so georgia southern is going to be one i think chris you said monmouth monmouth yes monmouth so we'll get we'll go with monmouth we're going to go with montana we're going to go with uh south dakota state we will go with valdosta state and what's and the matter you <laughs> I think we're out of guesses. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got. I, I, yeah, because I, I don't think any HBCUs are going to be on this list. Mm -mm, no. So, because um, usually yeah. they're smaller than uh, than Division Two A. Well, they're they're one double A. A lot of your HBCUs are one double A. Really? But I don't think they make. Yeah, FAMU is one double A. Well, I was going to say, but Grambling, which would be, I think, would be a absolute on that list. Well, well, shouldn't Grambling be on there because? Yeah, well, no, they they have Yeah, but they haven't won. Yeah, they haven't won anything in a while, so that's probably what it is. Yeah. So, but I got you. Yeah. So, Grambling yeah. is Southern, just for funsies. Yeah. So that's our seven. All right. So you went with uh, Georgia Southern, Monmouth, Montana, South Dakota State University, Valdosta State, Grambling, and Southern. Correct. I can tell you that you got two of them. Okay. okay, we'll That's take it. Um, you got Georgia Southern and Montana. Yeah. Let me get wow, that. Valdosta State wasn't on there. That surprises me. They, I really they, they, they might be D2. Might right. be, or they've just, it's just been recent. Or it's been, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me give you the full list here. Um, number one with eight championships, actually tied for one, there's a, with eight championships are both North Dakota State and Georgia Southern. Number three with seven is Montana. Um, number four with six is Youngstown State. Nice. Um, number uh, tied for number five, three-way is Marshall, mm. Eastern Kentucky. Oh, Scott Barber and Delaware. And then tied with three at eight would be Appalachian State, mm. James Madison, and Furman. Okay. Uh, Vadasa State is D two. Okay, got it. I had no idea that Marshall. I, I always thought Marshall was uh, Division One the whole time. Mm -hmm. So it must have made a jump recently. Yeah, or within the last. Yeah, for sure. 20, they made the jump to the MAC when they uh, 
Okay, that Mac was within the last yeah. 20 years then. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Scott Barber's like cursing at us right now. Um, and uh, yep. FAMU won the first one, as a matter of fact. Oh, there and you go. And they haven't been back. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. What year was that? It was probably um, 80s, I'd have right? to go back and look. It was... Uh, no, I was back. thinking of the 70s because yeah. FAMU beat University of Miami like in 79. And they have that up on the football stadium. Like 1979 champions defeated Miami. All right. Um, we're going to move on to DuckTales. Woo-hoo. You're going to be naming the, uh, the starting lineup for the Chicago Cubs in Game 7 of the 2016 World Series. All right. I have a I have a couple doubts on this, but um, and Ben, unless you have anything, uh, I'm going to check in. All right, we're yep. checked in. All right, you're going to check in. Why don't you give me your list? First, uh, Chris Bryant, Dexter Fowler, Anthony Rizzo, Ben Zobrist, Addison Russell, Wilson Contreras, Jason Hayward, which I'm starting to question a little bit, um, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Javi Baez. The other one I'm questioning, uh, because I know he came in, um, which was a miracle because he was hurt pretty much all of the postseason, was Kyle Schwarber. And then starting pitcher, a lot of people forget that Kyle Hendricks is an absolute stud, and he started that game seven because he's an absolute stud. So anyway, uh, that's my 10, and I'm sticking with it, even though I'm doubting two of them. Okay. Those are your 10? Yes, sir. And I can tell you that you got all 10 of them. <laughs> yes. Chris is a beast. You're a beast, bro. Oh, thank God for that t-shirt. Um, I'd like to know why you were doubting yourself, though, if you want to go ahead and. Uh, well, Hayward was, I mean, he well, honestly, he was the linchpin. He was the reason why when it went into the rain, uh, when it went to the rain delay at 1115 at night, for God's sakes. By the way, I was up until 115 in the morning for that, uh, watching that game seven. But um, I couldn't remember if he was brought in later on or not. And then the other one was Schwarber because Schwarber was hurt. Uh, he missed a good portion of the postseason. I think he I think he played in like the first game and then was out the um, games two through six and then was back in in game seven. And so I just but I, I just it's like I remember them playing, but it's the starting lineup portion of it that I was doubting. And so that's, that's why there was doubt. Um, but I figured, you know what? Eight was good. At least push Scott to uh, have to pick two pretty hard choices on there. And so that's why I went with what I went with. Um, just wondering, Scott, would you think you would run that one? Um, the only one that might've tripped me up was Dexter Fowler. I had all the rest on, on my yeah, list, the, including the very ne- Yeah. The very, ne- the only reason I remember Fowler, by the way, is because uh, I'm a Cubs fan and the rest of my in-laws are all Cardinals fans because they sense. live in Southern Illinois. And I remember uh, Ernie, my, uh, my, my father-in-law calling me when the Cardinals signed Fowler the next yeah. year. And I was like, take them. Yeah. They like to share those <laughs> outfielders, man. Hayward too. Yeah, that's true. It's a true story. So, all whew. right. Okay. Well, we're going to move on. I need a paper bag. We're going to move on to um, how Matt got his groove back. All right. So we're looking for the uh, teams in spots 10 through 20 of the NFL's all-time regular season winning percentage list. I'm looking for current teams only. There are 11 teams on this list because there is a tie at number 10. So if you can name me 10 of the 11 teams, we will count that towards your answers toward the, the way, that's crazy that a winning percentage that there's a tie 
That's just nuts. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, we're going to go ahead and check in. Uh, go ahead and give me your list. We're going to go with the Colts, Giants, the Chargers, the team in Washington, the Broncos, the Rams, the Eagles, the Raiders, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. How Matt got his groove back, I can tell you, you got 10. Holy crap! There is wow. one left, um, just for kicks and giggles. Does anybody think they know what that one is that did not, uh, because of the tie that is in let's, there? But let's see if Carolina Panthers. I was going to say Kansas no City way. Chiefs. It's not the Panthers. It's not the Chiefs. Panthers are bomb. It is Cleveland. It's the Cleveland. Ah, see, we were Cleveland? right. <laughs> Cleveland. All right, so Cleveland. We were, Cleveland. Matt, we were in, good either way. I know we they won yeah. a lot in the sixties. No, in even the 60s. in the fifties, fifties, sixties. They won in the eighties too. They were, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold on a second now. But I guess the Cleveland that we're talking about now is the Cleveland since 1999, though, right? No, they they they, they, they got the, the they got the Browns old oh, record. Yeah, they got old. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. yeah the, uh, when yeah when the Ravens moved, they left everything. Oh, that's right. They left. They made them leave the records behind. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very uh, similar to if, uh, if and when Seattle comes back and plays basketball in the, uh, with the SuperSonics, uh, yeah. they get the they're they're going to come back as the Sonics. So the uh, the the teams that would have been the trap answers here numbers. Um, Eight and nine were the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And on the bottom end, numbers 21 and 22 would be the Tennessee Titans and the Carolina Panthers. Well, I feel good that our, our wow. last three we debated were the Seahawks, Browns, and Titans. So Yeah, yeah. That's well awesome. Wow. That is impressive. I'm in, yeah, yeah. It's just, we, uh, both, I'm, uh, we both sent each other independent lists, and there was seven of them, right? We're seven crossover that matched up, so we took automatically. those seven. Yeah, yeah so then, it was just about a matter of debating yeah. between the other ones. We're not worthy. Yeah, that's impre- worthy. that's impressive. Yes. Whew. All right. Well, you guys after ran two rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they ran wheelhouse rounds, Matt. Our, this was in a wheelhouse. No. Anyway. Yeah, the NFL is not in our wheelhouse. Well, Matt, we're, <laughs> Matt, we're <laughs> telling you we're, we're impressed. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> after the third quarter, we have a score of. How Matt got his groove back has 460. And DuckTales, woo! 470. <gasps> oh, we came back, Ben. All right, so we, get, we get one more pick and roll, our choice. <laughs> <laughs> We're down. So, as Matt likes to say, it is still anyone's game. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. As we go into the fourth quarter. the fourth quarter known as put your fours up this quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each not to exceed their current point total your fourth quarter categories are election night enemies foreign and domestic the two cathedrals memorial day oh you're killing me dude Lies, damn lies, lies and, and statistics. statistics. For the uninformed out there, these are all um, names of the West, West Wing, Wing episodes. episodes. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. I like Rablo. Election night will be in the NFL. Enemies foreign and domestic will be in basketball. The two cathedrals, college basketball. Memorial Day, 
auto racing and lies, damn lies, and statistics. Baseball. The NFL. Oh, oh no baseball. That shocks me because if there's ever a sport <laughs> that loves their statistics, it is baseball. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in election night. The result of which team's last home game before election day correctly predicted the winner of every presidential race from 1940 to 2004? We can check in. How Matt got his groove back, has checked in. DuckTales, woo mm-hmm. You can talk it out. All right. Ben, I remember hearing this stat, and I believe it is the Washington football team, formerly known as the <clears throat> Skins. Got it. Okay, we check in with that. All right. So we're checked in. Um, and for how many points? Uh, 100 points. How Matt got your groove back? What did you say? It was uh, broken by my Green Bay Packers. It was the Washington football team for 100 points. Both teams getting their points on this one. The correct answer is the Washington football team. Great job, Chris. After question one, right now we have a score of DuckTales has 570 and how Matt got his groove back, 560. Still, anyone's Anyone's game. game. On to question number two, enemies foreign and domestic. Which team has handed the U.S. men's Olympic basketball team its most lopsided loss? We're checking in, Dan. DuckTales has checked in. How Matt got his groove back. Talk it out. I, initially, I threw out Lithuania because I know that they lost to Lithuania and I forget which one it was. But then I was thinking, I thought I had heard because there's a lot of talk about how Puerto Rico, even though it's not its independent country, does have its own Olympic uh, committee and its own, it fields its own Olympic athletes. And I vaguely yeah. remember like in 2004, Puerto Rico, like really beating, not only beating them, but like beating them by like, by like 20 points or something yeah that 04 team wasn't the best we know that on the u.s side or terrible Um, the puerto rico side would have had like carlos arroyo so i mean they would have had some some good players that and you know that did play in the league um so i'm I'm good with that if if it rings a bell for you then let's i say we do it yeah let's check in puerto rico for 75 points all right and ducktails woo what did you say? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's funny because I, I said Croatia, but I think you're right. I think it was Lithuania. Um, that was the team I was thinking about. Thankfully, Ben was like, yeah, whatever, dude. No, so, no. Uh, <laughs> um, we weren't sure. We were, we were guessing also, but um, I remember 2008, the Redeem team, they had to beat Spain in the finals, I think. And that team had like Ricky Rubio and the Gasols. So we actually checked in with Spain for 75 points. One team is getting their points on this one. And if you uh, notice the category name, enemies foreign and domestic would include a team that was both foreign and domestic. Oh, my gosh. Puerto Rico. Wow. Good job, the, 24, the wow. 2004 team by 19 points. Wow. wow. Nice job, Dang. Matt. All right. After question two, we have a score of 
how Matt got his groove back with 635 and DuckTales woo has uh -huh. 495. Oh boy. On to question three in the two cathedrals. Which two schools have the most all-time NCAA men's basketball wins among Catholic universities? I need both schools. All right, we're checking in. DuckTales, woohoo, has checked in. Um, how Matt got his, what did you get, your groove back? That's what it was. How Matt got his yes. groove back can uh, talk it out. Sitting in the uh, arena last night watching the Badgers uh, beat the Gators in volleyball, I looked up in the rafters and saw the uh, all the different, uh, yeah, <laughs> love you, buddy, uh, saw uh, all of the banners for every member of the Big East. And now I'm struggling to come up with all the, because they're all Catholic. Just, Catholic you need schools. Big East teams? So we got Pitt. Uh, I'm just going to name the ones that you didn't already name. Pitt's Catholic school? No, I thought we were naming Big East schools. All the Big East schools right now are all Catholic schools. They're all Jesuit Catholic schools. So you want me? So, to, okay, so you want me to name current Big East schools? Yeah, current. Yeah, this the current iteration of the Big East. So yeah. Creighton, so all the Marquette, Georgetown, yeah. Saint John's. Yep. Villanova. Villanova. Yep. Um. So who moved? Who's not in? Again, on this podcast, you know that I don't know who's in what anymore. They change it too often. Yeah, now. I know. It's all. Um, so it used to have. Obviously, it used to have Syracuse. It used to have what's it? What is? Isn't there a Catholic school in St. Louis, and they just called St. Louis? St. Louis University. Yeah, it's a. Isn't that a Jesuit school? That uh, what's even, his name that coached for uh, the Milwaukee Bucks? Also even, coached. Even if it is, they're not the answer because they. Yeah, no, I know. That. Okay, so I'm thinking Georgetown and Villanova are the two ones I'm thinking. Yeah, and unless there's someone else that we're just completely missing, but. St. John's was good for a while, but they haven't been relevant uh, yeah, once, for They years. probably haven't had a tourney win since Chris Moller test. No, no, oh. they may have. They may have squeaked one out with. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Who's run our um, test? Sorry, Meta, <laughs> Never heard what's of his name now? Meta World Peace. No, it's, I think it's something else now. Georgetown and, and Villanova. <laughs> Georgetown I mean. and Villanova seemed like the most logical. I mean, Marquette though. Marquette has yeah. never been bad. Right, they and won they that, won a the, national championship, championship in the '70s. Right, and then I mean, they went to a Final Four with Dwayne Wade. Georgetown, they were good. They were always really. But I mean, good. Georgetown was always good, like all the way through, like the most eight, of the '80s and '90s. 90s, Georgetown the, even the was 2000s, good. They were good, even yeah, like Monroe and Roy Hibbert and those teams were good. Yep. And Villanova, we know is Villanova. Yeah, Villanova's been consistently good since the what late it, '70s. Uh, Ryan Archdiacono. Never heard of him. Doesn't he have a pizza place? No. Wait, no. His name is Archdeacon. No. That's a Archdeacon. Arch, yeah. That's a, that's a fairly on the nose name for a Catholic school. <laughs> the Demon Deacon. So which which other three you want to go with? Villanova oh, I, and Georgetown. George, yeah, I'd go Georgetown, Villanova. We're gonna check in Villanova and Georgetown for one hundred points. Okay. And Ducktails. Woohoo! What did you say? Um, we also checked in with Villanova and Georgetown for 50 points. Okay. I can tell you right now that Georgetown has 1,700 wins, and that puts them in fifth place. Ooh. Gonzaga is at 1,730 in fourth place. Oh. Villanova is at 1,817 in third place. Mm. The top two, though. Second place with 1,887 wins is St. John's. Holy wow. God. And first place with 1,918 wins. Nobody even said it. 
Stanford. The big dogs, Notre Dame. Really? That's unbe- uh, that's hard wow. to believe. That's just hard t- to believe. I told Ben it can't be Notre Dame. It's impossible that it's. I guess maybe because they just they've played for forever. All right. After three questions, we have a score of how Matt got his groove back is at five hundred and thirty-five, and Ducktales woohoo is at four hundred and forty-five. Still anybody's game. Not really, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Question number four in Memorial Day. There are traditionally three major auto races held over Memorial Day weekend most years. Not this year, but most years. One is a Formula One race. One is an IRL or IndyCar race. And the other one is a NASCAR race. I'd like you to name the three cities that host these three races. Uh, we're checking in. DuckTales has checked in. And uh, how Matt got his groove back. Talk it out. So Indianapolis. Okay. I, I was that. thinking that the Tala I was thinking Talladega, but now I'm thinking I think it might be in Indianapolis. Well no, they- uh, no no, I'm sorry, in Charlotte, sorry. And you know why I'm thinking that? That's <laughs> so stupid. I know Ricky but Bobby. Because of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Booby. Ricky Booby. <laughs> I know that there are drivers who have done like they call it some they have a name for it where they where they race multiple places in the same day and Charlotte and Indianapolis are in the same time zone. So I'm thinking the other one is the other one, like in Europe somewhere, like, uh, I, yeah. I for some reason I had in my head Milan, but uh, I don't know if that's right or not. I'd say we just do it. It's a long journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Rochelle, Rochelle. Yeah, <sighs> I think we just do it. I, let, hey, I've been, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, there's that uh, there's that F1 race that happens in what's that small country in the bottom of France, Monaco. All right, there it is. So, Indianapolis, aka Bloomington, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Monaco. There it is. Oh, for twenty five. Ducktails. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. What did you say, and for how yeah. many points? Yeah, so we said the Indianapolis 500, so Indianapolis, um, Charlotte, because I believe that is NASCAR's all-star, for lack of a better term, that's their all-star race uh, that they do. And so, and then, yeah, because uh, so many ra- uh, racers will do uh, the, the Indianapolis 500, which is, I think, at like noon or something like that, and then fly in to do the evening, um, uh, the evening all-star race in Charlotte. And then I'll be honest with you, I don't, I know squat and bupkis about f1 uh, about formula one and ben um i think they're right with the monaco that sounds right um but ben and i we uh we said le mans and uh we said zero points all right we did a lot of thinking for zero points <laughs> well um the indianapolis 500 is definitely in indianapolis the coca-cola 600 oh, is in charlotte the oh, um it's not the, the all-star the all-star race is two weeks earlier also in charlotte, charlotte and that's right. the one that's at night but the f1 race is the monaco grand prix uh, wow. dang it wow and it is in the city monte carlo no oh yes no. who knows it's a country oh, no. that's right it's a country this 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 the country's the size of a city 
Well, actually, it's not bad. The, the race actually takes place mostly in Monte Carlo, but it's also in a little tiny town of La Condamine. But um, it is in Monaco, but it is in the city of Monte Carlo. Oh. Formal wow. challenge. Yeah, way to just rip that away from that. All <laughs> Informal <of> that. challenge. <laughs> also denied. All right, after the fourth question, we have a score of how Matt got his groove back, 510. And DuckTales has 445. It is anyone's game. <laughs> Unless they get the question I don't right. Know, I don't know yeah, why that makes me giggle that. every time. But yes. so. so Matt and Scott, we'd really prefer if you got this one wrong. Thanks. Yeah, we'll work I on mean, at, you, at this point, we, we're doing city and state no matter what the uh, <laughs> answer is. <laughs> is this your uh, swing line stapler? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number five in lies, damn lies, and statistics. Who is the only NFL quarterback to have thrown for at least 25 touchdowns in each of the last six seasons? He has done this while playing for two teams. That one. Yep, that one. Okay, we're checking in. DuckTales has checked in. How Matt got his groove back. You can talk it out. Well, we have four names that we're tossing we, around, we, two we of which that were pretty one of we're each one of us is feels better about than the other. Yeah, so we I, talked now, a little bit say, about Brady, but I think Brady. didn't Brady have a year a couple of years, like about five or six years ago, where he had a down or what was the year that he was injured that Garoppolo came in and played? Oh no, suspended. Oh yeah, he was suspended, so I think right. if the if oh, it's yeah, if it's if it's him, not right. him, that's probably why it wasn't him. You're right. And then, and then we talked about Ryan Tannehill, but he had some really challenging years down in Miami. He did. If there's if there's if this is where it, one of those questions where it's an unexpected obscure answer, then it's Ryan Tannehill because he has been, might be. He was sneaky. He got benched a lot and, though too, and he was sneaky decent in Miami, and he's he's been lighting it up. We we seem to both like Cousins and Rivers the most. Yeah, you like Rivers. I do because all they do is throw. His teams never run the ball. But they but when he was there, but when he was in LA and San Diego the last few years, they were like seven and nine. But they were never. They were, but but they that they were seven and nine, and they would lose. But and then he would just keep throwing, would only, and throwing and throwing. He would only have Keenan Allen and uh, Antonio Gates one before he retired. I mean, like his only options. Well, he would throw a lot to like Eckler and. Well, and then on top of that, they got uh, they got what's his bucket from the Badgers, the running back. Yeah, but I mean, Cousins had no one in Washington to throw. Yes, but he had had to somehow have earned a well, (laughs) earned a (laughs) whatever he earned a ninety million dollar contract guaranteed for three years. Oh. Cousins to me is popping, but I mean, if you want to go with Rivers, then I'll go with with whatever you want. But but because I, I have no I mean, like you've, um, you've you've been on this game, but I have no solid I have no solid you know what I mean nothing to go off of. This is all just gut. I mean you didn't yeah. So was Monaco, and technically that was right. I don't care what any, the game says. <laughs> the country asks for the city. <laughs> So okay, we're gonna go back and change our answer. That it is uh, Europe and North America. Um, right. <laughs> uh, this one. Let's tough. go. Maybe, let's maybe, go with Rivers. That no, was your first gut. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Rivers did have. He might have had a down year. For him, by his standards, where maybe he had you know 20, 21. 
Thielen has been, I mean, Thielen alone catches 12 to 13. Thielen? For, for Cousins. Oh, I was going to say, like, Thielen doesn't play for the charge. Well, I'm saying, like, he had, you know, Thielen <laughs> yeah. was catching 12, 13. Diggs was still there. Kyle Rudolph yeah. would get in the mix. And then last year, Thielen plus uh, Jefferson. Plus Jefferson. And Irv Smith. And then even, I guess, in Washington, they did have, like, Jordan Reed had those breakout seasons. Vernon Davis had a resurgence yeah, with them. My hesitancy about the about Cousins is in Washington, not with I know Minnesota. Oh no, I know. Yeah, let's uh, let's roll the dice, man. Let's let's go with Cousins. Okay, we're gonna check in with Kirk Cousins for one hundo points. Checking in, Kirk Cousins. All right, for one hundred and um, Ducktales. Woohoo! What did you say? Dang it! Uh, Good game, uh, guys. Yeah, really, truly. <laughs> It was, uh, you, I mean, uh, I, I said, uh, has to be Brady. Right. And then, uh, Ben reminded me of the suspension and it's like, yep, that's right. I forgot about that. He was suspended for what the six games or four games or whatever it ended up being and, and whatnot. And then Ben right after that said cousins and it's just like, son of a gun. It is, uh, Dan's most hated quarterback, uh, Kirk cousins, uh, who we chose, and uh, that sucks because when you were saying Rivers, I was like, ooh, let's hope they go Rivers and make this interesting. But, uh, Ben, what did we bet? We bet 100. Yeah. So we lost. These <laughs> are getting their points on this. Yeah. Oh, it is Dan's most. I, that's what I said to Ben. I was like, would he choose his most hated that's Person. why it's lies and damn lies because oh, you may right. have you may have twenty five touchdowns over the last six years each, but uh, but he sucks. What's he gotten out of it? Um, for the record, the the year that got um, that disqualified Tom Brady from this list was twenty nineteen. Yeah, we're talking about twenty four. Right. Oh, yeah. really? Other than that, he would have had it too. Philip Rivers had twenty four last year and twenty three the year before that. Oh, oh wow. close! So yeah. close! It was, wow. A lot of people were close, but it was it was Kirk Cousins. <laughs> As you say in disgust, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a score of five hundred and forty five, we have Ducktales. And our clipboard captains of the day, and just to rub it in a little bit more on our Florida fan, winning the coveted Danny Werfel Award, (laughs) (laughs) we have how Matt got his groove back with 610 points. Nice job, gentlemen. Nice job. Congratulations, guys. Um, Not to be rude here, but uh, not not rude, but uh, Scott, have you and I won together before? I, uh, this might be a first. It's, it might be. <laughs> Anything else you yeah, would like to say before we call it a night? Um, I want to throw it over to uh, to Ben and Chris first. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and, and joining us tonight. Um, I had a blast. I hope you all did, too. I, I absolutely did. It was a lot of fun meeting y'all. Uh, Scott, Matt, congratulations again. Well done, you two. And uh, Dan, great questions. Uh, and uh, Ben, Anytime I get to play with Ben, it's always a good night because I know I'll be laughing. And so I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, same here, Chris. Uh, feelings definitely mutual. Thank you all so much for having us. And, uh, yeah, you guys are studs for a sports trivia. So yep. so thanks. If you guys ever come back on, just as an FYI, don't play against Eid or Dan. So Okay, got it. Because if you play against Eid or Dan, then you think, if you think we're good, those guys are <laughs> – 
Ridiculous. Yeah, an important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, junior members. Oh, you remember. can play against Ed and Dan. That would be fun. Oh no, Scott, Matt, um, <laughs> any last words? No, this is a great. This is a great episode. Great game. Thank you very much, Dan, for writing it. Just so everyone knows out there, it's it's tough to write a game. It's it's time consuming. I mean, and there's writer's blocks, and it's nice if you have like a theme you can go with, kind of a deal. So, but uh, yeah, this is a great game. I appreciate it. I, I I was not a huge fan at the beginning, but you know, I warmed up to you. <laughs> oh, that's good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Scott, anything from you? Uh, it's just going to echo everyone else. Ben, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. It, it's like I said at the beginning before we started recording, it's nice to put, you know, faces with voices. Uh, you know, I've, I've listened to you guys for quite some time now and definitely been a fan. So it's, it's one, it's, it's just great to to be in your presence here and to like now I have a little bit of bragging rights and I can say I beat you guys in something. That's awesome. So thank you for uh, for coming on. Seriously, you guys are welcome back anytime. We'd love to have you. Dan really really good game uh love the missing link round it was in my wheelhouse matt pretty much carried me the rest of the way but i i definitely held my own there and that was the uh the pivot point there so we took the lead and kind of uh you know got our bearings at that point so it was fun and i'm just gonna throw this out there both teams got my missing link thank you mm-hmm. very much yeah. the final message is one go to t public if you want some awesome merch uh there's merch there uh, inspired by the likes of myself, Dan, other bench warmers not named Matt Doherty. Also, subscribe to the BTP Presents channel uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to the OT and the Naked Bootleg, which are you know kind of our, our side shows that we have. And also, I don't know why you wouldn't be at this point, but friggin' listen to Trivial Warfare if you haven't done so yet, because it's a good time and you're gonna enjoy it. Thank they're the grand, they're the granddaddies of the trivial uh, podcasts. So yeah, go out there and listen to them. They are very good show. Very good show. Working our way to Tree Fitty. Tree Fitty! All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes! Yes! Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. And um, I will be remiss not to correct you there. It is FAMU. Sorry. And oh, I, man. Sorry. Just because we have, there's a chant. You know, it's like fam you, fam. No, I actually I like that a lot. I'm fam, liking a lot of these. these no, things. there's a, there's a chant. Listen, Hold fam on. you, fam you, fam. Goddamn you! All right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's the chant. Well, see, I always thought that the the university was famous for having that big whale. That's why they called it. Oh my gosh! They're they're the sham you, sham you. It's a snake. Ben, Ben, you went from you went from a high school rattlers to a college rattlers. Yes. Wow. Not a lot of people can say that. That's uh, that's impressive. People who do their research know these things, Daniel. I didn't know where Ben went to high school. That that would be creepy. I know where Marcus went. To, never mind. Never mind. It's still creepy. Not, but not, be, yeah, but not uh, beyond uh, Dan's capabilities. He, you should know this, Dan. Come on. Uh, 
it's true. I'm sorry. I'll 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 get more into Ben's background as we. It's about <laughs> it's about his goals, so- Dan. His social security number is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's only eight numbers in it, Chris. That's, uh... No, there's nine. Oh my God. Yeah, there's question two. two. Yeah, there's right. Question oh, two. I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question two. Life is like. Ducktales. Every day they're making Ducktales. Tales of daring, do bad and not tales. Danger. Watch behind you. There's a stranger out to find you. What to do? Just grab onto some Ducktales. Every day they're making Ducktales. Ducktales. Woohoo! Not pony tails or captain tails. Ducktales. Woohoo! 